1: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling.
0: I'm here to fight, baby. Seth Rollins, get your ass out here, boy. When I show up, it's business time, baby. That's what
2: I thought, baby. Baby, baby, baby.
3: Baby, baby, baby. Hello and welcome everybody to Shake Them Ropes, the weekly podcast where Jeff Hawkins and myself talk all things WWE, NXT, and everything in between. I am Rob McCarran. And we are here today to preview WWE's largest event of the year. It is WrestleMania 31 week. And we'll be joined by some guests in just a moment to do that. Previewing the biggest show in WWE's year. But first, a reminder that you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, TuneIn, RSS, YouTube, and any of your favorite podcatchers. All subscription information can be found at shakethemropes.com slash subscribe. You can catch our YouTube shows at shakethemropes.com slash YouTube. And we ask that you help us out and like, comment, subscribe, and share the podcast. We greatly appreciate the support that you give us, and we hope you enjoy this WrestleMania 31 preview. We will be back in just a moment with our panel here to preview WrestleMania 31 on Shake Them Ropes. All right, everybody, welcome back to Shake Them Ropes, episode 72. It is our WWE WrestleMania 31 preview show today. Rob McCarran here, as always, with Jeff Hawkins. And we have a guest panel, a star-studded guest panel today. A couple of guys who are ready to talk some pro wrestling. Uh, first, we have Steve Kaufman, at Steve Kaufman on Twitter, a lifelong wrestling fan, WWE pay-per-view panelist at After Buzz TV. Steve, how are you? And thank you for joining us today.
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me.
3: All righty. And we are also joined by Matt Girardi at Girardi with an E there uh, at Girardi on Twitter. Editor of, uh, at the AV Club, writer, musician, tweeter, and uh, a person who brought New Japan Pro Wrestling to the forefront from the casual non-wrestling viewer here earlier this year. Matt, how are you? And thank you for joining us.
4: I'm great, Rob. Thanks uh, for having me.
3: Yes, I completely butchered that intro a little bit. (laughs) I'm going to give you guys plenty of time by all means to uh, say things better than I just did as my Mac went uh, black there for just a moment. Um, But uh, that's how it goes here on live radio that isn't live. Uh, We are here to talk about WWE WrestleMania 31, the WrestleMania play, the biggest event all year. Guys, does it feel like the biggest event all year? Steve, I I mean, is this a WrestleMania-type level show that we're expecting on Sunday compared to past WrestleManias?
1: From from within the company, yes. But to us, from the outside, it has some issues. They're doing a great job of marketing not to us, but to someone who doesn't watch wrestling normally. So every match match I'm looking at is marketed as, John Cena, you've heard of him. He's (laughs) fighting some guy. The, Brock Lesnar, you've heard of him. Right. He's yeah. Some guy that we want you to like.
3: Yeah, like this is the this is the show you would put on the free TV to where it's like, okay, here are our big stars and here are the guys we're building up. Uh, Matt, Matt, yep. what do you think about this card and what do you think about the level of build we've seen?
4: Oh well, uh I I really am not looking forward to this show. <laughs> I hate to say it, uh, but you know, I'm like you guys, I'm a big in-ring uh appreciator an appreciator of solid in-ring work, and I just don't see that many great opportunities for that on the show. I saw, Rob, you were talking on Twitter last night about comparing this card to last year's card. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think they're, they both, on paper, don't no, look all that great.
3: You can be honest. If you think I'm crazy, you can tell me I'm crazy. No, no, no. I, I actually kind of agree with you.
4: Okay. Uh, but I think, for me, this year's show is almost like a, a curio. Like, it's, it's more intriguing to me than it is potentially entertaining. And that's because I kind of just want to see how a lot of these guys are going to end up working out. Mm-hmm. Like, what does a Reigns WrestleMania main event look like, especially with someone like Brock Lesnar? Uh, what does Sting have to bring to the table? What does Taker have to bring to the table now? Uh, so I, I'm really more curious just kind of to see what ends up happening. But there are going to be some entertaining matches, obviously.
3: Some entertaining matches for sure. Jeff, I I wrote on Twitter in case some of you haven't seen it out there that... You know, a lot of people are down on this card going in. And I was just thinking back to last year's show when it was the Daniel Bryan story. Like, that was everything (laughs) about that show was the Daniel Bryan story. But you look at some of the other matches on the card. We had a Shield 6-man against Kane and Billy Gunn and Road Dogg, of all people. We had the Women's Battle Royal. We had the regular Battle Royal. I mean, it was a whole lot not going on on that show. And this card, to me is lapping that show as far as match quality, as far as interest on the day of the show, as far as unpredictability. I mean, Jeff, am I crazy in thinking that this card actually is better going in than last year's show, which after the fact drew rave reviews.
5: I think you're nuts thinking that this card's better. <laughs> um, absolutely nuts. Are you How right? is that possible? Well, well okay. Okay. Uh, you go with the on paper, but you can't look at cards on paper. This is the crown jewel of the WWE. And last year there was a, there was an excitement. There was, I mean, there, there was an excitement about, I can't wait to watch WrestleMania to see what they do. Some of it was looking through the fingers and hoping, Oh God, I hope Daniel Bryan doesn't get totally screwed in all this. And we don't know how Batiste is going to work with him and all those other things, but there was at least that story that engrossed, quite a lot of people and it felt like a big event and it felt like the culmination of a of you know a 6 month storyline because that's what it had been really even though they changed the plans it turned into long term booking there there's there's not a whole lot of that here to be honest with you and and to piggyback on what both Steve and Matt said this card is it's an x factor it's a Oh man, what's going to, the excitement in this card is going to be judged on the names we don't know who have never worked with the guys we do know. And Mm. it could be, it could be a colossal, they could have some very great matches, perhaps even legendary in some cases, or you could have some Sid level matches in there.
3: (laughs) Which are even better.
5: Oh, (laughs) you got to understand Rob, Rob Rob loves Sid. So I just wanted to bury him a little there, but, but, but you know what I'm saying? I mean. That main event could be a car wreck. Yeah. (laughs) It could be an absolute Um, car wreck there. I'm...
1: Like, I'm actually just happy because I was at the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia because I'm from Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And I was at that moment thinking in my head the second I heard that crowd that The Rock felt like a Band-Aid and they were just like, God, is Rock going to be... Is Rock going to be in Roman Reigns' corner for this main event match? Because that would just literally be a Band-Aid. So I appreciate that they're at least sticking to their plan yeah
3: it's it's an amazing thing because i i think the last couple of weeks on this show i've been praising wwe for sticking to the plan even though it may not be the best plan that we had been hoping for at least it's a plan and we Mm -hmm. always want them to kind of stick to something and not you know shoehorn things in or you know, switch from their uh, course just because of one bad show. Um, The rock is hosting SNL the previous night. Like I, I think Mm -hmm. that takes him to me completely out of the WrestleMania. I mean, I know he could get there on time and all that stuff, but to me, I think that completely takes him out of the possibility, which is a good thing because if you had the rock uh, with Roman Reigns again, I don't think that helps Roman Reigns get over. I think the fans take that as a negative. Like you need the rock to tell us to cheer this guy. Well, I'm going to do the opposite. And and that's what the Royal Rumble fans did. I mean, am I wrong there, Steve, that the rock kind of hurt Roman or did it really not make a difference there?
1: It didn't make any difference. The fans had and I was actually shocked because I thought Roman Reigns was completely functional all around. Mm -hmm. Like he seemed he seemed like a blank enough slate that they could push him to the moon and he could become what they want. So I was very shocked that the promo, the promo he cut like pre-taped before he even came out to the ring before the Royal Rumble started all you, heard, I couldn't even hear it. Cause just everyone was booing Roman Reigns. Yeah, And that was wow. the first I had heard that in a live crowd. And I remember tweeting guys, this is going to be a disaster. And then Dan O'Brien was out in the middle of the match with no fanfare whatsoever. And then I tweeted guys, this is going to be the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't Nobody work. Nobody here likes this guy.
3: No, it didn't work out. Too well, but you know what? The the fervor kind of died down for the Daniel Bryan portion of that a little bit. The fans haven't completely come back on Roman Reigns, but it, it's not nearly as bad two months later as it was at least at the Royal Rumble night. I think people are starting to get over it, and you know we'll we'll see what happens around this card. But that's just to me going in. I think this is a more exciting potential card after the fact. I don't think it's going to be easy to beat WrestleMania 30. Like, believe me, WrestleMania 30 after the fact was an amazing show. I don't know Mm -hmm. if this show can do it.
1: I don't either. Like on paper, it's very difficult.
3: Yeah, a completely different thing about going in versus coming out. But uh, before we start going through this card, I want to get everyone's thoughts on what you're most excited for, whether it's because the build on Raw the last couple of weeks has been amazing, whether it's just a personal dream match you have, whether it's just your favorite guy in a situation that is deemed exciting. I don't know, but uh, Matt, I want to start with you. What match on this card, you have one to choose from, would be the reason why you're buying this show? Oh,
4: man. Um... I got to go with probably the latter match. Uh, I think everybody in it, you know, it, it's all guys we like for the most part. Um, maybe not Stardust, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, it, we know they're all going to work really hard. And we know it's going to be a crazy spot fest. And I like me a crazy spot fest. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I am really looking forward to it. But I'm kind of terrified uh, by it because, you know, it, it's just you know those guys are going to be killing themselves mm-hmm. in this thing. And uh, especially thinking back to the last one, the TLC match, with two of the guys that are in this match, with Harper and uh, Ziggler, mm-hmm. you know, that match was next-level scary. That was scary in a way that wrestling normally isn't. You know, it uh, to its credit, I guess, it made it a better match. But, man, those guys were going to do anything to get over and they took some really nasty risks but uh i i think this one has the chance to be most
1: entertaining for me you know
3: steve the match you're looking most forward to
1: um honestly only because of the variables heading into it i'm gonna say lesnar reigns Mm. and not for just the in-ring competition it's just that between now and sunday hypothetically there are at least 10 variables that can happen that will change the outcome and the way the entire match happens. Yeah. Because Lesnar has proven and given us a background that when he's negotiating a contract, he does not care about anything other than negotiating that contract. And if he's already given up on a contract, he really doesn't care. So, in this world that seems the most unlikely now that he resigns with the UFC, and he's done come Monday, but he still has to do a job to Roman Reigns. We may wind up with a Lesnar-Goldberg type situation. And that's one outcome. The other outcome is they stick to their plan and Roman Reigns goes over Brock Lesnar. And he either looks really strong or he doesn't. And the other outcome is Brock Lesnar resigns and stays with the WWE. And then he does he dominate Roman Reigns? Does he just do they have like a 30-minute Two sided, does he just kind of best Roman Reigns and set up a rubber match? Set up a rematch and then a rubber match. Like, there are so many possibilities to this match. Double and yeah. Haven.
3: Double count out and they rematch on
1: Raw. Oh why, God. Why
3: not? Why not do it? Jeff, the one match you're excited to see, I think I know the answer, but maybe it's changed in a week.
5: Oh well I, I got a coin flip between two, so I'll pick one you pick and one. and it'll be the one that you think it is. Follow the rules. I, I'm, I'm yeah, thank you. I'm going with Sting Triple H. Right. I'm I'm fascinated by this match. Sure. I I I, I want to see what a motivated Sting can do. I want to see if Triple H is truly going to put over the guy from WCW, and if Vince is going, if Vince and Kevin Dunn aren't in somebody's ear going, "Hey, you know what we could do here is we could do that and, and 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 just totally botch it." I'm <laughs> fascinated by this. I'm I'm and and. Knowing them, it's going to be a little hardcore. There might be a little juice going on, even though you're not supposed to. <laughs> um, I think they're, they're, going to tell a, they're going to tell a good story in the match. I don't know if the match is going to be good, but I know they're going to tell a story in it. Um, so that's my choice. Hey, you know, Sting's got the
3: black and white face paint already. He can bleed through that. Don't even have to adjust <laughs> the cameras it mm-hmm. has got the black and white already. I, I think this is one of the reasons why I say that this card going in is so interesting because all four of us are going to pick different matches that are our favorite going in.
5: And I think you're going to pick the one, the one that I was, I was balancing between. So go ahead. John Cena and Rusev. Oh, n- never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: John Cena and Rusev is my match. It could very easily be Randy Orton and Seth Rollins too, because I think work yeah. rate wise, that's going to be like the best one, especially if they get time. But John Cena and Rusev is the one I'm looking forward most uh, to this match match it was the match I was looking most forward to at Fastlane as well interested in seeing Rusev with the you know the top guy in WWE uh, for the last decade John Cena it's one of those matches that Matt pointed out was the guy you know versus the guy you don't know but for a year Rusev hasn't lost and I, I don't know if they're going to give John Cena this title if they're going to end this streak or or what they do afterwards so to me that's interesting and I think the fact that we all could pick like Six of the matches on the show goes to my point that this is an amazing show going in. But that's that's very interesting that we all have different matches. So let's go through these matches. One that none of us picked <laughs> is the kickoff match. Uh, amongst the two-hour pre-show on WWE Network, we have the tag title Fatal 4-Way between Cesaro and Kid, The Usos, Los Matadores, and The New Day. Two of the three members. I'm going to guess the one that's left out of that one is Xavier Woods. Uh, but Matt, I want to start with you on this match. Who do you got winning this one? And how excited are you to see this tag title four-way on the WWE network?
4: Um, I th- I really hope to God that Cesaro and Kid retain. Uh I love those guys. I could see the, the Usos taking it back. I don't think they're gonna give it to either of the other teams. Uh, but you know, I think this has this could be a great match. I love pretty much all the guys in here and it's going to be a chaotic mess because don't forget each of those teams. I think each of them, right. Is going to have someone on the outside also that, you know, is going to get involved. Um, and, uh, it's just going to be a mess. There's going to be people diving onto just giant groups of people. You're going to get some Torito crap. And, uh, Uh, you know, but I, I love Cesaro and kid and they have great chemistry with all these teams. Uh, especially Cesaro. So it's got everything it needs to uh, to be a great match, but I don't think it's going to get the time it needs, even in a two-hour pre-show.
3: Even in a two-hour pre-show, absolutely. Steve, uh, anything to the fact that Cesaro and Kid just got a new official shirt released this week, is that a sign, do you think, that points them to winning this match, or could that be completely irrelevant?
1: Um, I wouldn't point to that necessarily as a sign, but I do feel... I do feel that if you're gonna if you're gonna give them the belt at the Royal Rumble to then just give it back to the Usos, that's a, that's a big heap in helping. a Why bother? Sure. You sure. haven't. They haven't done anything to build up the Matadors or the New Day to be in this position, or they would have, or they'd be in a one-on-one match, not in the pre-show. So it's got to be the Kid and Cesaro show with. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the entire tag team division minus minus <laughs> the primetime players.
3: Primetime players uh, in the Ascension, if they're yeah, if they're exactly, still basically, okay, yeah. yeah, that's basically it. They're going to be in the Geek Battle Royale, sure. Yeah. So man. okay. So so far we have two for Cesaro and Kid, and I think part of it is like wishful thinking, like we hope that they're going to do it. The only reason why I think the Usos have a chance is because if Jimmy or Jay, whichever one is the hurt one, if they were so hurt. Why risk further injury and just putting them in this match just because unless they might not be the planned winner? So I, I don't know that for a fact. I can't see the Matadors win because that's just wacky. And then the New Day is literally TV death right now. So I don't know about putting the tag titles on them unless they think it's a spark to actually get people interested in them. So I would go with Cesaro and Kid 2, but I wonder if Jeff's going to make that a clean sweep.
5: I am gonna make it a clean sweep. Um, the only way I see them taking them off of Kid and Cesaro is to further the tension between Kid and Natty, mm. which mm. would be horrible. But I can see I can see Natty somehow playing a role in them either winning the match or losing the match by getting hurt somehow. Uh, which I don't want. Everything about the third wheels in this match makes me dread it and everything about everybody else makes me look forward to it. Cause I think all these guys, you know, all these guys do dives. They do crazy stuff. I mean, even biggie doing the dive outside, um, through the ropes, which I think is just an insane spot. I'm sure he'll pull that out. Cause it's WrestleMania. That's why the Usos going to work hurt. Rob, Mm. it's WrestleMania. It's It's the uh, WrestleMania
3: (laughs) pre-show. They've been (laughs) living their entire... You know, because a four... They've been living their lives to do this.
5: A four-hour WrestleMania is not enough time to put a tag team match on there. I'm telling
3: you, Sting and Hunter are getting 80 minutes with entrances.
5: So make it a a clean sweep for uh, Team Cat. Team Cat.
3: Yeah. Um, Does anyone on the panel watch Total Divas? Like, do any of you
1: three watch it? No, but my mother does. What?! My mother watches Total Divas, does not watch wrestling. My mother is a huge fan of really bad television, though.
5: Who's her favorite diva on there?
1: Um, I haven't talked to her about this season, but last season she talked oh. about it. She, she liked both the Bellas. Mm. Who wouldn't? Those Bellas. They just... not, not Natalia? I thought you would appreciate someone who actually worked. Like... I don't know. The Bellas, they work hard. They yeah, fought well, through a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know.
3: I don't know either. But that's I I only ask because I'm wondering like how long can the storyline of Tyson Kidd and Natty being on the outs possibly go on? Like it feels like it's been a year now.
5: Well, they go on the outs on Raw and they're back in on SmackDown.
1: Is that what it's and then they advertise chicken fries? Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear God. Sad story. (laughs) I don't know if you heard. Chicken fries are back. Chicken fries are back. (laughs) I didn't know they ever went away. I
3: (laughs) I had no idea, but I wanted some last night. (laughs) <laughs> I, I saw this promo, and then I waited till Raw ended, and then the Burger King next to me closes at 11. I was so sad. What? Yeah, oh. they close early. Oh, it's terrible. I 11? Wanted, yeah, 11 o'clock p.m. here on the East, and I wanted chicken fries, and I could not get them. And you know what? The time passed. I don't want them anymore. Sorry, Burger King.
4: Well, I hope they integrate that chicken fries incident into the next season of
1: Total Divas. God, I hope so. That would be important. Yeah, to, and, to and the brand of Total Divas. Right.
3: And when your mom watches it, you'll have to report back to us. I will. Yes, the report of the chicken fry episode. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I envision that match getting eight minutes of the two-hour pre-show. So
5: <laughs> yeah. We, we, we need 30 minutes of Booker T breaking down the
3: yeah, well, ladder match. Why not? Uh, but we go into the real WrestleMania, which is chocked full of um, matches. So we'll get there. The first match I wanted to get to was we just had a Divas championship match here on Raw. <laughs> we have the return of <laughs> AJ recently. Did
1: you hear the size after we, you said we they are too early day. into the show for sighing? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're getting this one out of the way. We okay, kind of we kind of are. We kind of <laughs> are.
3: We're getting this one out of the way a little bit. Uh the Bellas versus AJ and Paige in a tag team grudge match if you will, one that's been set up over the last several weeks and in kind of a respect that's been set up for the last several months in a way. Um, I'll just get my prediction out of the way here. I think AJ Lee and Page will win this match because why wouldn't they? And that's really the only thing I can think of. Like, why wouldn't they win this match? Uh, especially with the title not on the line, you can get the Bellas their heat back afterwards in title matches. But uh, Matt, the Bellas versus Team Pale and Stale.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I agree. I think AJ and Page take it. Uh, and I do think it's weird that there isn't a Divas title match on this show. Mm. Uh, but I, I kind of, this is probably really wishful thinking, but I see this one as being a little bit uh, bigger and maybe more symbolic than it is in that, like, the Bellas kind of represent this old Diva template, uh, which is, like, more model than wrestler, you know? And, like, AJ and Paige, at least to us people on the internet and all this hashtag give divas a chance and stuff are sort of a new model, a new mold for a new generation. Right. And uh, I think they have to win and put that old model in the past, you know, blaze a trail for this new kind of diva.
3: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since that's what they got in NXT. I mean, if they start bringing these girls up, that's all they have right now. Like there's no more models on the way. Like it's all women wrestlers. Uh, Steve, your thoughts on this big tag team grudge match that we've been waiting Huge, years to see.
1: Years to see. Um, yes, AJ Lee and Paige have to go over. Cause, and I'm just more upset with most of the things they've done with Paige this year since they called her up. But that's for another time. I will mirror the fact that they're not AJ Lee and Paige aren't reality stars, minus the fact that Paige is on Total Divas. Mm-hmm and that they do symbolize something different from the Bella Twins and a hopeful shift that they're I guess they're just trying to if, if I were them I if if I were them and I were calling up all these NXT women I would bring back a women's title for them. Yeah. And then have the total divas fight for the divas championship and just <laughs> but that would re- but that would require giving divas and women a chance.
3: It would require both. Ooh. Yeah. It yeah.
1: would require Ooh. giving Two segments a night to the women on your roster, and I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if they want to do that.
3: I, I really don't know if on five hours of weekly TV they can fit two Divas segments. In. <laughs> I. I mean, you're, I kind of, crazy. you're kind of yeah, you're kind of asking for a lot there, Steve. I mean, a little it, bit. I mean, it's wishful thinking. Go for good for you, uh, but yeah, they could definitely do something like that. Why not bring the women's title back and the divas title, and then at like WrestleMania, you have the two face off like every year. Like oh, that's yeah. your big match. Why not? I why not? Why not? Let's why not? the whole show is going to be why not, Jeff? I think uh, we're going for you with a clean sweep too. Like we all think AJ and Paige is going to win this one, Jeff. Tell us where we're wrong.
5: I'm upset we're not going to get 10 minutes of Bree yelling, Come on, Nikki. <laughs> Come on, Nikki. Um, we're not? Yes. We A, 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 well, oh, hot God. tag, baby. I, I just thought about that. Yes. Oh, that's still on the table, isn't no. it?
3: No, Nikki's getting the hot tag for sure.
5: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. AJ and Paige uh, probably doing the battling tag team partner shtick throughout the match, but coming together at the end.
3: Yes. Oh, wow. Clean sweep for all of us. So far, also, we're all
1: on the same page. Also, mm-hmm. I predict at least 10 CM Punk chants.
5: Oh, how loud is that chant going to be? Uh, it's got to be pretty loud. Yeah.
1: Because anyone in the arena that doesn't know that AJ is CM Punk's wife aren't going to care. They'll just be like, no, no, CM Punk. I like CM Punk. I'm just going to chant for him. Yeah, join in. <laughs> I, I will also give WWE credit. That... That they actually gave the divas a chance last Monday in yeah. that title match. Yeah, yeah. That I, there was about an eight minute match that I really, really wish they just flopped it. That this was the the tag team match was on Raw and then the title match it would was on WrestleMania. It would
3: make a little more sense, right? Like this yeah. is the important part of it. I, I just like that you know the narrative is starting to turn. Like I think fans are starting to respect, as I have for a while, that Nikki Bella really is trying in there. Mm-hmm. Like Nikki Bell is trying to be a woman wrestler. She's not trying to just be this model. Like she's doing the strength training and she's doing you know, she's bigger than her sister by like twice now. I mean, she's quite right. a bit bigger. And she's trying in there. They're putting together long matches, and I think hopefully people start to uh start to see that in the future. But uh they won't see I it need, this week because it's gonna be need, a five minute tag. I
1: need I to much, find out her chest judgment.
3: All oh, right,
5: right. Yeah. that's that's yeah. No, she's got
3: the I'm, pecs popping right now. <laughs>
5: I'd much rather have this than like the divas battle royal, where half the women throw themselves out within ten seconds under the, <laughs> under the bottom yeah. rope. So I'm fine with this match. Yeah. So Rock
1: plays them to the ring.
3: Right. Yeah. Well, this is a this is a plus one so far for WrestleMania 31 over WrestleMania 30, mm-hmm. um, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, is a match that is happening. It is a match that uh, has more excitement going into it, I think, than last year from what I remember, if only yes. for the fact that Axelmania is running wild. Um, <laughs> and he will be in this match indeed. Uh, Jeff, go ahead mm-hmm. and start this one because I might go last and maybe one of you will beat me to the punch with my eventual winner. But Jeff, I want to see what you think uh, is going to happen here and who might come out of this one.
5: I think you and I have the same winner, Rob, because we've been talking about it for two weeks. Well, let's go with Steve and Matt. Steve, who do you think?
3: We'll we'll talk afterwards because I want to see if other people yeah. are thinking this way too. Because it's not I, exactly a surprise for the fact. No, that I
1: guarantee we're all on the same page here. All right, of what? the people of the people announced.
5: Oh, I think oh, no.
1: of the people announced, I think Ms. Dow throwing over mm-hmm. Ms. at the end would uh-huh. be the because that's what they've been building up the most. Sure, but realistically, it's Sheamus. It's Seamus, right? It has to be Seamus. Yeah.
5: They've been building this up for way too long. Four for four on Seamus on four this four one. For four. God, apparently this is a predictable show. And they, get, <laughs> and they get all the prestige that Cesaro got from winning this battle royal last year. I, I huh. want
3: to go to uh, Twitter really quick. We had a Twitter prediction from at Amplified to Josh. Mizdow wins the battle royal and begins wearing a one strap black singlet mimicking Andre it. the giant. That's an idea well, you could do. No, That's a since, great we, yeah.
5: since we all agree on the winner, is this going to be where the breakup with Kane and the big show also happens? There's going to be a blow up between them.
1: Please. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> they, they seem because they actually have, if you want to talk about um, angles, they've been building up for months. I think like three of them are in the one battle Royal. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ms. Ms. Dow, Axelmania. Um show and Kane. Yeah,
3: they're all they're all in one match to the point where if you did the breakup of all these guys and then did something with Axel, like how can anyone actually remember this and then remember the winner? Like the winner should be some big deal, but you're gonna have all this stuff happening. It's like, you know, it's crash TV all in one segment instead of one show. So I, I don't know if they do the breakups for all of them or leave one for the mania uh raw. But uh, they very well could do everything and fit it in in like ten minutes. But-
5: I just kind of wish they had left the axle mania, the 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 axle, you know, throw over the top rope for the, for this. You know, yeah. when they had when they had that mini battle royal two weeks ago, I wish he had tried to throw over another guy and it just left, as opposed <laughs> to getting thrown over by Mark Henry.
3: Um, yeah, because it could cause, have been a spot. There could have been a couple of spots. The Hogan thing from
1: Raw could have been saved for this thing, WrestleMania.
5: Yeah, it could have been saved for this WrestleMania as well. And now it's just it's not going to go over as as funny. I don't think so. so no yeah, one, and This
1: could have been huge.
5: It, it very well could.
1: No
3: one's picking Connor. Is that what I understand? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I say no. just give it to Goldust. Come on, That would, yeah. be, that would be out of nowhere, and I'd love it.
4: Just give it to Goldust. He's. I mean, you know, well. He's on maybe on his way out, right? Mm-hmm. And throw him yeah. a little something, right? Come on. Throw him a this, little something. Uh, I have a question, though. Yeah. Who do we think is going to be the NXT person that wins the tournament and heads into
3: this battle royal? That's right. So we That have, is a good question. We have an NXT tournament at Access, and I don't know if these are the only participants, but there's a image that WWE uses to promote this that has Finn Balor, Adrian Neville, uh, Hideo Itami, and I can't think of the fourth person. It's not Kevin Owens. I don't believe, but there's a fourth person in this and it's not Sami Zayn either. It's a uh, Tyler breeze. That's okay. right. So if it's one of those four, the one that I had thought was possible was Adrian Neville. Cause I just don't know if you want to bring the other guys up for this little battle Royal fest when they could be much bigger deals. Not but- to
1: mention that graphic kind of spoils because Kevin Owens and Finn Balor are fighting for the championship Saturday. I believe
3: they're fighting on TV. Uh, Wednesday.
1: Oh, yeah, never mind. Yes, they're fighting on TV. <laughs> it's the title Wednesday. match. So if he were the NXT champion, he'd be less likely to be a part of this tournament. That's right. And when they took the belt away from Adrian Neville, I thought that was because they were going to call him up. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this is to call him up.
3: I could see, you know, an Adrian Neville flying all about and then eventually getting choke slammed out of the ring by show.
1: Yeah, I-, I was thinking Neville
4: because, A, he seems to be... The, the one that's closest to, to the main roster at this point, but also because there aren't really any flippy guys in the right. Battle Royal. Yeah. You got Sin Cara, but that's about as close as you get.
3: Yeah, it really is. Like, like, this is a Battle Royal of, like, a ton of big guys that they're actually mm-hmm. promoting it around the big guys this year. It's not just yeah. Big Show throwing out everyone else. It's actually, you know, Henry and Big Show and Kane and then, you know, all these big guys in this match. And if Sheamus is in it too, it's just another big guy to start kicking people. So Has I anyone
1: can... seen John Gruden's coverage of this match? I haven't seen that yet. It, I hear it's amazing. <laughs> it is, actually. Oh, I gotta he, see that. He just breaks down all the athletes like he does on that show and sure. talks about, like, Titus O'Neil as an example. Another huge like, guy. Like, another huge guy, and when he played in college, he actually was one of the few people to get to sack Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that's that's stuff that WWE should be telling us. It, it really I watched is. the season of NXT that Titus O'Neil was on. They never mentioned that.
3: No. It took John Gruden. Titus O'Neill is one of those guys where I mean, it's, either, it's neither here nor there, but Titus O'Neill is a guy that's massively underrated and underused to me. Mm. He's a big guy who's got a look. He has personality. like He shows it off everywhere where there aren't WWE TV cameras. He's a huge <laughs> philanthropist. He's huge outgoing. He's got the connection to NCAA athletics. I mean, this is a guy that you could be using for a ton of stuff. And I see him, you know, the wrestling career is probably not going to go great, but I could see him in WWE until he's 60, just being an ambassador of some kind. Yeah. I just wish they would do something with him, you know, on real TV.
5: All right. Mark me down for Baron Corbin. <laughs> Baron Corbin <laughs> in the NXT
3: Battle Royal. There you go. Mm-hmm. Another He'd big guy. Right in. Another yeah. big guy. Put big cast in there. Why not?
5: This is how they introduce him to the WWE universe because it's the same way they did with Rusev in the Royal Rumble.
3: Yeah, sure. And it didn't hurt Rusev any. I mean, on that note, did Rusev, you know, going in the Royal Rumble for 10 minutes hurt him at all? No.
5: Well, they took him off TV for a while after that. That's fine. (laughs) fine. You know,
3: I don't think Adrian Neville's going to be on Raw the next night, honestly, if he's in this match. I just don't see that. You know, I just don't see that happening. But uh, we start getting into the meat of WrestleMania now. Like, those two matches away, the rest of the show is kind of, you know, one match after one match after one match that has been getting a ton of TV time on Raw. I can point something important to every one of these matches. Uh, we'll start with the one that for the last several weeks has almost been built up like a main event because it's gotten the most time of anything. And that's Randy Orton and Seth Rollins in this grudge match. Granted, Seth Rollins got beat up by Randy Orton two weeks ago. So we ask, why does Randy Orton need more revenge? Well, you know what? He's crazy. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's, he's getting more revenge here. Uh, Seth Rollins has the Money in the Bank briefcase. I think a lot of people are pointing to that fact for the reason why he won't win here. But I want to get everyone's thoughts on this. Steve, we'll start with you, Randy Orton and Seth Rollins. Uh, how amped are you for this match or how maybe unamped are you? And who do you got winning this guy?
1: Um, I'm really amped for the actual match. Amped, yes. I feel the build could have been way better. That the, like, the stakes just didn't feel right.
3: Maybe Maybe Randy Orton doesn't come back all buddy-buddy, and then maybe Randy Orton doesn't beat him up and kill him already.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know, just, it just that part annoyed me, where I would have preferred he come back later, or he come back sooner, and then the authority, and J&J security, and everybody just keeps him away, and keeps him yeah. chasing, like, you know, just basic storytelling. But I have Seth Rollins going over this match, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a second now, we may it's have a, our first upset. It's a bit of a toss-up between them, but I see Seth Rollins doing this, just because... He ulti- he needs to look a little stronger, like in the ring. Yeah, and I think Orton's job here is to make him look strong because by June he's going to either be world champion or face the world, or at the very least face the world champion. So he needs like a serious, well watched win, and this that's what this will be.
3: Matt, do you agree with uh, those points pointing to a Seth Rollins victory?
4: I actually kind of do. Like I, th- I think Orton's the safe bet. But I think Rollins, maybe after some authority chicanery, ends up winning it. I mean, Orton's already got kind of like two victories over Rollins on on Raw the last two weeks, right? We've been yep. talking about the beatdown, but there was also, there was also the uh, handicap match mm-hmm. this week. And uh, so, you know, it, Orton's got to get something, right? Um, I think this is going to be a great match also, you know, in the ring, uh, as long as they don't go too crazy with the outside interference. Uh, Cause you know, Rollins is going to go all out and uh, Orton can keep up with him for the most part. So I'm looking forward to it. Definitely.
3: Jeff, are you going to go three for three on the Seth Rollins bandwagon?
5: I'm not. And it's actually for the reasons that Steve pointed out. Um, I think, yeah, in a typical world, you'd want to keep Seth Rollins strong that said if you if you're going to do this thing with the briefcase and kind of give him kind of that first edge push and you just make him an opportunist who kind of weasels his way into wins, then having him get beat earlier in the in the night also sets up a second title contender in Randy orton if he does so I'm going with Randy Orton to win this. I am absolutely stoked for this match i and 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 I agree with Matt as long as he keep the stooges involvement in it to a minimum i think this could be this could steal the show i i think as long as
3: you keep it to a minimum absolutely there are certain times where a match can have that drama where these guys just keep getting involved and you really want to see randy orton come up on it um my fear is that seth rollins would win because of the interference and i think that's a huge mistake at wrestlemania So no matter what happens with the winner, as long as the interference is maybe towards the middle and then it kind of goes away and then you can get a real winner, I'd be great for that. Uh, Going into the show, and I have it written down, that I had Seth Rollins winning also. I was on that upset wagon because I'm not one who thinks that a cash-in is coming at WrestleMania or even the Raw afterwards. So leaving that out, I think you can have Seth Rollins win here. Also, Randy Orton, not too many WrestleManias ago, lost to Kane. Of all yep. people. Like sometimes with Randy Orton, they like to throw the surprise in there because Randy yeah. Orton really doesn't need to win at WrestleMania. And also on the rest of the show, I have a babyface winning every single match on this show. Ooh. Every single one. And to throw all the predictions the rest of the way, you'll see because I don't think they're that surprising. But I have a babyface winning every single match. So this is the match to me where you can put a heel over and make it on a guy who actually has momentum going up in Seth Rollins. So I'm joining uh, Steve and Matt here in predicting that Seth Rollins wins what very well could be the match of the night. And if I'm it hoping is,
1: this is the match of the night.
3: I really am hoping it is. And, and that's another one where I think like this is your Daniel Bryan Triple H match at WrestleMania 30 as far as the quality for it. And and another reason why I think this match going in or this card going in has the ups on 30. So I'm looking forward to it. Three of us pick Seth Rollins. This was the first match where we didn't have a consensus between everybody. So uh, I wonder if that train is going to keep rolling here as we get to the Intercontinental title ladder match. Seven dudes trying to climb a ladder. They all failed on Raw on Monday. They all got beat up by the ladder and dead. So if that happens again at WrestleMania, maybe we'll have no winner at all. And that's how the Intercontinental Championship goes away. No one could climb the ladder. They all died. Uh, But we have Daniel Bryan, Wade Barrett, Dolph Ziggler, Luke Harper, Stardust, Excuse me. <laughs> Our truth, Dean Ambrose, winded a little bit after that. Um, Matt, who's walking out of this one? At least who do we hope is walking out of this one? Because they all may be injured. But who's gonna yeah. be the IC champion coming out of WrestleMania? Uh
4: I you know, I, I wanna say Brian. I think those Ziggler wins uh on SmackDown and Raw have maybe wavered my faith a little bit but i'll still stick with brian uh mostly because i think they want to try and add some prestige back to the belt again that's probably just wishful thinking Mm -hmm. but hey and ironically they're doing it with a storyline that renders the championship a pointless prop basically so (laughs) that's yeah kind of weird but i think putting the belt on brian and then making his run a focal point of say smackdown uh, it's something that just kind of makes sense, um, especially if Reigns wins and then you're going to have the championship belt back on Raw regularly. Um, so I, I think that that makes sense to me. But then again, what makes sense to us doesn't always end up making sense to WWE. So
3: it, it doesn't always work that way. No, I, yeah. I try to make these predictions by like what makes sense and what can happen afterwards. And as Jeff knows, my predictions always fail. Yeah, because we mm-hmm. can't us on that. Um, Steve, the winner of the IC title match will be.
1: Well, much like JBL is. I'm going by the odds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get those Patty which, Power ads um, going. Well, I'm actually looking. There are six sports books taking odds on this. Skybet, Skybet, Esporting Bet, Patty Power, William Hill, which is actually the Vegas sports book. You gotta be kidding me, E-win. you checked all these? There's one th- <laughs> oddschecker.com yeah. the website i use calls every sports book in the world Absolutely. for any event. <laughs> I but i waited till now. I'm allowed to do that because i'm just an analyst on the internet? Right. JBL should not be mentioning the odds cuz that's a good way to bury people and destroy stories.
3: Well, plus i always thought that based on the people in this match it was a 1 in 7 chance. Like everyone has the yeah. same odds, yeah, right?
1: That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, well, you're, you're eight to one odds to win. I was like, well, <laughs> well why, the, why would you say that?
5: Right. <laughs> so I'm what,
1: are the, what do the odds that? tell you? The odds tell me that Daniel Bryan is five to four to win. So he's the mm. odds-on favorite on every book I'm looking at. And he's my because it looks like Lesnar is staying. If Lesnar does not stay, it'll be Dean Ambrose, but I'm pretty sure Lesnar is staying and keeping the title. And keeping this very lax schedule, he has. So you're going to need Daniel Bryan to hold your Intercontinental Championship and end shows with it. So he's my prediction. Interesting. But Dean Ambrose is eleven to eight. Dolph Ziggler is three to one, and then everybody else is eight to one, sixteen to one, twenty-two to one, fifteen, thirty-three to one. Like the odds go crazy beyond there.
3: Our truth, not even given odds because I mean, come on. No, well, you he's can a
1: thirty-three to one the- odds. He's, I
3: know, but still, stop he's giving odds. He's afraid of the people. ladder. Uh, yeah, he can't climb. I mean, what is he going to do? Hope this was my uh, contention that, you know, our truth was giving the belt away every week, hoping for karma points, (laughs) but like the, by the time the match actually happened, the belt would just fall down and he would pick it up. Like he wouldn't even have to climb the ladder still, you know, honestly, wouldn't hate it if that happened. I think it would be kind of funny. Why not just make the whole thing a comedy gimmick at this point, Jeff, who do you have winning the icy title match?
5: I don't know. I'm checking the odds on my Walking Dead. Oh uh, no! Let's that see. <laughs> yeah. hey. We no, we, um, we got
3: uh, we got Jeff a little distracted here.
5: Oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, the storyline, if it came to its logical conclusion, would be Dean Ambrose winning this because that's how the whole prestige belt thing started—was him walking through the snow and wanting his picture up on the wall at WWE headquarters. You would think so. <laughs> You would think so, but the two losses to Ziggler make me think this is going to be where Daniel Bryan gets his quote unquote heat back. And uh, the only thing I'll be disappointed about is if uh, R Truth does not come down to the ring with a giant box that says Acme on it. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But no, I think Daniel Bryan's getting it. I think this is going to be the start of the building of the quote, quote unquote building of the Intercontinental Division on SmackDown and trying to. Give it some prestige, and then when it doesn't work, they'll blame Brian. Didn't we so, have, didn't we have uh, guys come down with an Acme box one time? Like, weren't
3: Shad Gaspard and JTG walking out I, with an Acme box and, like, selling wrestlers' clothes that they had stolen in the background?
1: That could it, be it, yeah. If it wasn't them, I think it was more Chavo Guerrero and hornsboggle Yeah, we, like, which we've I'm had pretty that sure before. That, angle, that angle's still happening, right? Uh, yes. Where that's, that never ended. All over the world.
3: <laughs> it just keeps happening.
1: Um, everyone's
3: pointing to these losses that Daniel Bryan has to Dolph Ziggler, and and pointing that as a reason why Dol or uh, Daniel Bryan might win, or even a reason why Daniel Bryan might lose. And I think it's part of that. Uh, what I think they're doing is Daniel Bryan's going to win this title. And then Dolph Ziggler is going to come out and say, Well, I've beaten you one on one, so I deserve that sh- first shot at the championship because I have beaten you cleanly. I can do it again. And that's like your title program going into the next pay per view, Extreme Rules. So I will go Daniel Bryan here also. I think it makes the most sense. Um, you know, Dean Ambrose, uh, we, we talk about Jeff that Dean Ambrose would make sense winning here too because the whole story has basically been about him from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, I go back to the first time we ever had like the money in the bank match. And the whole reason for that match being created was Chris Jericho and everything was surrounding Chris Jericho. And then he didn't end up winning the match. It's kind of the same deal here. Uh, Whatever this match does, whoever wins, you have a legit two or three challengers for the belt. So God forbid they may even do a four way at extreme rules and they just keep having this multi-man action going on. But uh, I'll go with Daniel Bryan win this match. I think the momentum is there. I think it will quiet the fans that have been calling for a big win from Daniel Bryan. Cause here you go. It's a WrestleMania moment. He's there at the top of the ladder. And uh, I think that's what's we're uh, what we're going to see. And he may even, he may even defend it that very next night on raw for all I know, and maybe lose it. <laughs> there <little> could happen.
5: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there's guys. prestige.
3: Yeah. There's prestige. I'm- Just
1: hot potato with the belt. Okay, guys, real quick. I'm looking at pictures right now on Twitter of Brock Lesnar on sports center. Yeah. About to make a huge announcement. Is he looking good? He's looking pretty good. He's wearing jeans and a and a blazer.
3: Is his announcement going to be that he ate Sami Zayn? That's why they look so close together.
1: <laughs> I would love that. He's 645 Eastern. So right now. Right now. We're going to be breaking
3: news possibly
1: With on the, this yeah, that, podcast. That we could. If, yes. Twitter will tell me uh, that would be weird for me to watch the interview while doing this podcast.
3: Yeah, someone's a little distracted on the show. It's because SportsCenter <laughs> is on. Brock Lesnar's replacing Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock in the main event of Bellator. So,
5: okay, here yeah. it is. Brock on ESPN. My legacy in the octagon is over.
3: Yeah. Oh, well, that changes everything. That changes everything. Now, do we have to go through the entire predictions again? <laughs> Does Brock Lesnar no, staying yeah. mean that the We're Usos are winning the tag team titles? No. I see Continue. Uh, we got, speaking of Brock Lesnar, we got undertaker, the man that his streak was broken by Brock Lesnar going up against Bray Wyatt. Um, I've said it on the show before. I'll say it again. I think undertaker is getting the win here to build up for next year's WrestleMania in which he'll be in one of the big main event matches. So I have an undertaker win here. Uh, I will say that Bray Wyatt has done what I feel is an excellent job trying to prop up this match basically on his own back. With no one else helping. like He's the only reason why people would be interested in this match. Aside from the Undertaker name. Uh, but I will go with the Undertaker winning this one. And Bray Wyatt going 0-2 at Wrestlemania. And we'll continue on with Steve. Your thoughts on Undertaker and Bray Wyatt.
1: Um, Win, win or loss. We all need to take our hats off to Bray Wyatt. For running a pro- to For running a program. With a ghost. For two months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally. Like. No one ever showed up like some pyro happened, but it's just him and a microphone. And that's just all around kudos to him and his abilities. That said, I think, and I don't like it, but I think it's going to be the undertaker.
3: Going to be the and, undertaker. Yeah. Very well could be. And just to uh, further go on the breaking news, uh sports center has tweeted out breaking news. Brock Lesnar announces he will stay mm-hmm. with WWE. Lesnar will not return to UFC. And right after that, Triple H announced that Brock Lesnar is a global attraction. Happy to have him re-sign a multi-year contract with WWE, hashtag ESPN, hashtag Michelle <coughs> And that's true, by the way. Got to get Michelle oh, yeah. Beetle in every tweet. Uh, but course. yeah, Brock Lesnar is sticking around. So uh, everyone now, scurry and change your predictions for the main event by the time we get there. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what do you think on Undertaker Bray Wyatt?
4: Uh, I agree <laughs> with you guys. Ooh.
3: Sorry. (laughs) And we we Uh, lost somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: I agree with you guys completely. I think uh, Taker wins this. I don't, as much as I'd like to say, to see Bray win, just because I like seeing new guys win, um, I I just don't see Taker losing two years in a row, right? Uh, It just doesn't make much sense here. Um, But uh, this match, to me, I think is the one that has potential disaster written all over it uh on this card um i don't think bray is going to be able to prop up taker at this point uh but um it could be goofy fun because i feel like you know yeah. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a mess with pyro and effects and all kinds of stupid hocus pocus crap uh but it could also be embarrassingly bad i think <laughs> i so i hope
3: not like i think the people kind of You know, think enough of Undertaker to where they're not going to like boo him, even if it is kind of bad. I mean, I hope not, but I I think you're exactly right there. I think this is going to be like your fun. There's going to be we've had it in the Bray promos where there's just sound effects going on and lightning. This is going to be your sci-fi match, and it's just going to be there for the atmosphere of it. Um, And Jeff is if there's something wrong with the fact that this match probably isn't going to be like three or four star classic or anything like can't they just have an average match and you're there to see the Undertaker at a big show.
5: There's nothing wrong with that. I have a sneaking suspicion this is going to be a squash Um, to make the Undertaker. Oh, the Undertaker's back and that builds them up for the main event or not the main event, but for the big WrestleMania next year. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I don't think it's going to, well, it's not, no, not a total squash, but I, I I could see his entrance being longer than the match. Yeah. But I,
1: that says more about his entrance than the match. No, well, okay. <laughs> um, granted, I mean, it's a football stadium. It's going to take him a while to make it 50 yards
5: granted, but I think they may want to build up the undertaker a little bit here. And you know, Bray Wyatt, no one's going to care if he gets his butt kicked. Really? I, I think,
3: With the WrestleMania is the fact that you can have Bray Wyatt look strong for a good seven, eight minutes where he's just beating up the Undertaker and people are like, okay, maybe the Undertaker really is over. Maybe he's done. And that's the story. Yeah. Undertaker comes back. That's the story of this match is that Bray's right. He's been saying it for weeks and weeks that the Undertaker is done and over and Bray Wyatt is going to eat his soul and all that stuff. (sighs) And then you have the Undertaker come back and win because at the end of the day, that's all people remember is who won the match. So I think we'll get, you know, we'll get a ten minute Undertaker match. You know, well, I think he'll win this one. But it kind of goes into the next match that we're going to review is Sting and Triple H. And mm-hmm. uh, Jeff, we've talked about it for weeks. I have Sting win in this one and going together with the Undertaker, and that's your big WrestleMania 32 match. And and the people who have been clamoring for Sting and the Undertaker this year will finally realize, well, this was the plan. They're setting it up for the bigger show, which is next year's WrestleMania.
5: I thought that uh, opening segment of Raw on Monday was fantastic. Mm. I did the, the 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 whole interplay with it. Maybe Steph, Steph being Steph, she kept it short, didn't totally emasculate Sting, which was fine. I, you know, I have this sneaking suspicion in the back of my head that Sting's win is going to come at Extreme Rules Ooh. in a re- in a rematch. And I think Triple H is going to win this somehow. I just can't see them giving Sting the win. I I can see Kevin Dunn saying, you know what, we don't want to put over the WCW guy. Uh, Can can, can, can I put that down on paper, though? Can I put Triple H winning on paper and saying he gets gets the loss at Extreme Rules? Can I do that? No, let's go with the easy play. Sting wins. Wow.
3: There you go.
1: Yeah, I, talk, we're, I we're talk, all, made us all real nervous. I'm we're all, all talking I talked myself out
5: of it, to be honest. We're all, just,
3: we're all thinking, like, what is he talking about here? Like, you can't pick Triple H in this match, right? I mean, is that right, Matt? You can't pick Triple H in this match.
4: Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> you got to go with Sting, right? I mean, right. It, it just, yeah, yeah. It's like.
3: What a fool you are,
5: Jeff Hawkins. Well, hold, hold on here. Hold on. Hold on. Am I out of my depth that, in thinking that someone goes up and the original plan is Sting for at WrestleMania and goes, you know what? We think it'd be more interesting if Triple H won here, and then you get your win back at Extreme Rules.
4: No, I actually, I absolutely agree with you, Jeff. Like, I, I
5: knowing them—that's that
1: sorry.
4: No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, knowing them, it's that seems like what they would do. You it know, they be. don't want to let the WCW guy win. But I think maybe this time, it just how do you not? I
3: think, like, <laughs> yeah, I think the story has been all about the WCW guy. And, you know, they very well may all think that, but it's been 15 years. Sting even, you know, put the kibash on that in this promo. And I think that was smart, you know, yes. to, to make the fans not see him as the WCW guy. Cause I don't think they were ever at risk of people cheering Triple H because, like, you know, it's the same reason why people cheered WWF guys back in the Invasion. Cause that was the promotion they watched. But at the same time, distancing yourself from the failed promotion that was a heel. In the fans' eyes, it's probably a good move. Um, No,
5: it is. I just, uh, you know what? Putting Booker T over was the right move, too, and they didn't do that. They didn't do that.
3: That's true. Nope. They did not do that. But he was no Sting. Well, same level to them. Even though Booker (laughs) is the Hall of Famer and Sting is not. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Does Triple H want to go, like, I can't lose to this non-Hall of Famer? I'm Triple H, damn it.
5: I'm not putting that I'm not putting this on Triple H if he goes over. I'm putting this on Vince and what he's thinking. Steve,
3: we're not crazy thinking Sting is like 100%
1: here, right? No, you're not at all. Thank you. But we'd be crazy to think that that's not a conversation happening right now. Right.
3: Yeah, that's probably true. Like all this week Triple H is going back and forth, maybe even with Stephanie, like should I lose
1: but, to this guy? Well, should I but, win? Between back and forth with Stephanie, back and forth with Kevin Dunn, back and forth with Vince never saying a word to sting because the fact I read this morning is that with sting doing this match this Sunday, there are only two WCW champions left who have not participated in a WrestleMania. One of which is Vince Russo. The other of which is David Arquette.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a second.
5: Is that true? That's true. What about has, Okay, I thought Arquette I was a host or something, but never mind.
1: No, Arquette was—he was, was in the crowd at WrestleMania 27, and I don't even think they showed him. But he—he he was never—he never competed in a match at WrestleMania. Okay. Neither did Vince Russo.
3: What about and, uh, what WrestleMania was? Scott Steiner? I guess they was probably one of the those earlier. brothers. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. It's even Harley, even
5: Harley Race has been in a uh, wow. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, he's it's, never going to beat Vince Russo at WrestleMania. I can guarantee that.
1: Well, unless you count Chris Benoit, who's never appeared on WWE television ever. Right. That's true. So three. I guess three.
3: Yeah, his career ended with the uh, defeating of, oh, first reference of the night, Sid.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, Uh, As a last ditch to make him not leave his contract. And then he left his contract. Right, exactly. It was awesome.
3: Part of it just, I'm not just looking at this one show and looking at the Triple H, you know, WCW versus WWE dynamic. I really think that both Undertaker and Sting, these matches are being used to promote a match next year. And and I've even said that I could see them very easily on Raw the next night doing the whole Rock and Cena build where they do a segment promoting a match for the next year. And that's your big dream match, one that will sell tickets in Dallas as Sting and The Undertaker. So that's mostly the reason why I can't think either one of those two guys are going to lose.
1: I can see that also. I don't see Sting holding out for as long as he's held out Mm -hmm. to come back to lose. Like, I don't see that being a thing he would ever consider. That, like, right now, if that conversation is happening to him right now, he'll say, How would you like to do this card without Sting? Right, like I have zero interest in losing, like ever. And I do. I feel like we're getting this match a little soon. And I know Survivor Series to Mania was the build, but what I really wanted from Sting was I wanted him to be an omnipresent regulator of all of WWE. Mm-hmm. That the theory would be whether it's a house show or a pay per view, he's always up there. Yeah. And just, if somebody just crosses the line, that Sting yeah. feels is just unreasonable. He'll come down and he'll come down and make it right.
3: Curtis Axel sure is glad that he's not that. I know, right? He'd be getting it every night. (laughs) Scorpion death drops the Axel mania, just night after night, after night, which actually would be kind of fun. That would be a lot of fun. It might be. Um, We get into the main event of the show, which is the U S championship match. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) John Cena going for the U S title. The one that he hasn't grabbed in like 10 years. He's really going for it against Rusev who has not had Lana at his side the last couple of weeks. We got this U S title match, Steve, I'll start with you. Who is going to win the match and who, because this could be different. Although I don't think will be the U S champion after the match.
1: Um, I think those are the same. Yeah. And I think John Cena is going to win the match and take the U S title, especially with the news that we broke on this, on this show, that John Cena or that, um, Brock Lesnar is going to keep his very cushy, Four or five pay-per-views a year schedule probably as world champion multi-year that, contract. That's right. That you're gonna need John Cena with the U.S. title, preferably as a spinner, and then you're gonna need Daniel Bryan holding the Intercontinental
3: Championship. Preferably to you, or preferably to them.
1: There's nobody preferring that. <laughs> I mean, if if their goal is to sell merch, sure, you yeah. should bring back the spinner. Or at least like one night. Could he just bring back the spinner one night? That was such a cool,
3: like a little yeah. Why not? It's been gone for long enough to where I don't think the people would hate it. Like I think that would be somewhat they, interesting.
1: They'd see that as an homage. It's like oh, that's so cool. Yeah, Matt. Although Matt, I did read, oh, I did read ahead. an interview that he designed that himself because they didn't think it would get over. Of course, yeah. So he made most of the merch money. Oh, great. And for that and that all, that reason only, I guarantee you we will not see that spinner. But yes, John Cena over. Absolutely.
3: John Cena win this match. And kind of to the point that you brought up, Matt, I think, Matt, you brought it up earlier with the Daniel Bryan thing as far as winning the IC title. Like John Cena winning the U.S. title, if Brock Lesnar is somehow champion or is still in the title picture, yet not on every show, there's your main event guy who could be defending a uh, title belt on every show. Like John Cena defendants the U.S. title is your main event on these house shows. Um, Would John Cena be your pick or will you go with the uh, man beast, Rusev?
4: Uh, well, as much as it hurts me to say it, oh, I no. gotta go with Cena. Yeah, I yeah. I want Rusev to win so badly, yeah. so badly. I mean, because the scene of I mean the scene of victory to me feels all but guaranteed, right? I mean, it's WrestleMania. It's yeah. America and the good guys have to come out on top. The it's,
3: it's hard to yeah. pick against him on pay per views. Like I never want to pick against him on a pay per view because you just seem silly doing so.
4: Yeah, and especially in this instance because basically the build has been rusev's uh winning streak right like it's building up to this moment where cena beats him for america (laughs) and and that's that but uh i just it feels like such a waste you know like give it to someone who could use it or let you know let rusev beat cena and be coronated as a top (laughs) monster
3: yeah the man who can use it is rusev like, yeah. give him the win against John Cena. I know a lot of us were saying this last year with Bray Wyatt, like, oh, Bray should win. He's the up and coming guy. And it didn't happen that way. But I feel a year later, in hindsight, Rusev has a lot more potential to me. Like, this is a guy who could be a big player for a long period of time, including as a baby face. Like, this is a guy that crowds later on might want to cheer whether he's with Lana or not. Um, I- I'll pick Cena. I-, I, as an American, want Rusev to defeat America. that's some backwards logic right but i I have to pick cena because i would feel like a fool picking against john cena on wrestlemania in a match that seems destined if it were anyone else in this role you would think clearly rusev has to lose like i almost thought jack swagger was going to beat the guy because of similar circumstances but i think john cena will actually do it uh so we're kind of all for john cena i think jeff unless you are going to surprise us
5: I'm not. We're in a similar situation as Bray Wyatt versus John Cena in that you can make Rusev almost stratospheric in terms of being a star if he got the clean win here over Cena. They're never going to do it. No. But, my God, if he did... I just he'd be a massive, massive yeah. heel. And I, I dream of the day where and then he you have Roman beat him. Well, yeah, I
3: mean, <laughs> kind of to that point I was going to get there like we can have Rusev who on one side of the show is just launching his way up. He just beat John Cena. He can go on and beat, you know, guys like Daniel Bryan who are on similar tiers or Randy Orton throughout the rest of the year. You have Randy Orton on the other side of the show or excuse me, Roman Reigns on the other side of the show who could win the title here. Could go on to defeat Brock Lesnar again. Can beat John Cena later in the year. All we know, all we know is WrestleMania 32 happens, and you have undefeated Rusev against Monster Champion Roman Reigns. Oof. And what a big match that would be to fill up Dallas, Texas, wouldn't it?
5: Yes, um, perhaps.
1: In in this ilk, my thought heading into Fastlane, heading into this match, I felt. Best lane would be the time where John Cena could beat Rusev, get the belt then
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that we can have exactly what you're talking about. So he gets a month plus, he gets about five weeks to clamor for the rematch with John Cena and then walk into WrestleMania as a challenger and then beat John Cena. So the focus is no longer on his streak because the problem with making the focus about someone's streak is that they become Ryback that if there's nothing outside of them but their streak, you you're just building it to give it to someone else, and then you never like if Ryback was handled this way, like he'd be a he'd still be a supernova right now.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: But they didn't do that; they made it all about the streak.
5: Oh, I'm going to make it even worse. I think John Cena makes Rusev tap. Uh...
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, either way,
4: it probably has to end with a submission, right? Or Rusev passing out.
5: That's the the story. Well, he passed out last Um, time. I think this time he taps.
3: Yeah, this is is the show where you have someone break the accolade. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I could see if they're going to have Rusev win, and please, please, Vince, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, please have Rusev win. But that could be John Cena's out in a way, couldn't it? Where John Cena kind of has this moral victory because he was the first man to break the accolade. Like, if you were going to have a Rusev win and still want to make Cena look strong, he could break the accolade. But this guy's going to break the accolade, and then he's going to pin Rusev or submit him. He's going to be the U.S. champ. Rusev will lose the rematch at Extreme Rules, and you just have John Cena, you know, in the main events as the U.S. champion. Like, that's what we're going to see, right?
5: You're going to have tens of thousands of people chanting USA, so yes.
1: (sighs) (sighs) And then hopefully hopefully rusev can recoup it but i don't i don't see what you can do with him from losing this sunday to keep him on the level he's at now
5: oh uh, you cool him down a little and then he starts destroying guys again once you bring lana back hopefully
4: i'm curious what they're doing with that actually what's going on with lana
5: she's shooting a movie yes is, is she? she? yeah she's yeah. shooting
3: she's a, uh, uh, she's a sidekick in a movie that is supposed to be starring someone else too on the roster, and I don't know who that is. but she's doing,
1: tell me quickly.
3: she's doing some kind
1: of movie on this oh, there you uh, go. on this thing Lana movie she's in be? Pitch Perfect Two and also interrogation:
5: interrogation
1: yeah master. that's
3: the one that's the: movie. That's the one that's the movie why we had to get the Russian lawyer on last week's show.
4: And thank God <sighs> oh, for that, that.
3: Oh. It gave us something to talk about. That's for sure.
4: Yeah. That guy was amazing. I don't care. I don't care what anybody <laughs> has to say. I loved that guy.
3: He was, I want him in the hall of fame. He was a positive addition to the show <laughs> in some respect. Uh, we have one Mike match. Adam doing. right. We, we have uh, one match to go before we get to this all important match, which may be like just completely thrown out the oh, window as our predictions. Now that Brock Lesnar has resigned for multiple years. Uh, But we go to some predictions. Joe Gagne on Twitter says that Wade Barrett wins the Intercontinental Ladder match because that's the lamest thing they could do.
4: So that's why
2: he (laughs) sees that
3: happening. Danny Hernandez says that Roman will hit an F5 and Lesnar will end the match with a victory via Shooting Star Press. I don't know. know. I'd like to see it. I don't know if that's going to happen this time. And then Cody on Twitter says that Reigns will win the title, and if Seth cashes in, he'll lose to Roman too. Hashtag keep Roman strong. So those are some (laughs) predictions via Twitter, and we go into our WrestleMania 31 main event, featuring a star that just re-signed with WWE, Brock Lesnar. And Roman Reigns, who has not lost a singles match on pay-per-view, albeit he's only had two of them. (laughs) Matt. What do you think about this main event? Who do you have winning? And please be detailed because I may have to base my opinion on yours.
4: <laughs> um I well, this news is really I don't know now. It's right? making it much tougher to predict.
3: Didn't WrestleMania 31 just get better? Yes. Like honestly, what? to everyone, didn't it just get better by this news?
4: Um, well, I think part of the allure of this match was the possibility of something unknown mm-hmm. to us happening mm-hmm. with Lesnar and the UFC. Yeah. So it, it loses a little bit of that mystique, but I think it's still it it now it's it's a little less predictable also because it, it feels like it could go either way now. Um I'm just gonna say Reigns because I think they stick with it. Uh the better question for me is how does the crowd react? Yeah. Um I think considering it's mania, it probably won't be the crowd to do it, but like Could you just imagine Reigns, like, standing victorious with the belt, with the confetti raining down, and everyone's just crapping all over it?
3: I I could see it, but at the same time, just on that point, before we move on to to the other guesses here, but I thought it could have been like that when John Cena beat The Rock, and it really wasn't. Like, people were okay with it, and I think that's kind of what you'll see here. Once you have that big moment where a title switches hands, I think people just get caught up in the moment. And just cheer on, no matter who wins the title. So I exactly, yeah, exactly. So I can see that. Um, I mean, Steve, what do you what do you think about this main event? And does the news that Brock Lesnar is resigning change anything for you?
1: Um, it changes everything for me because, as I said at the top of the show, I was most excited about this match mm-hmm. because there were so many variables. The, the news that just happened makes it way less variables. It's pretty much Brock Lesnar's staying on probably staying champion but
3: i yeah that's interesting because i would to me i think there's more variables now because just because he's staying i think like you a lot of people would assume okay well that means he's going to win because he's unstoppable i don't know if it automatically means he's going to win i just think he's going to be around for afterwards even if he loses like that's interesting uh, that you would say less variables because that could be like hit or miss for everybody fair enough
1: i'm but it it makes I, the decision want, more
3: close in your mind, though, is what you're yeah.
1: saying. Yeah. I want Lesnar. Okay. I really want Lesnar to win and start a face run from this match. Yeah. As just this unstoppable guy that everybody likes, this Goldberg. That said It's tough. The, the way you put Roman Reigns over is three F fives, nothing. Um a Kimura breaks out of it. And then Paul Heyman screams from far away, um, shooting star. Lesnar goes to the top rope, does a shooting star. Roman Reigns, out of nowhere, Superman punch. Wins the match. But he doesn't beat Brock Lesnar, he just catches him. And that's the story you could tell. And Vince McMahon, if you're listening, which I know you are, you should do that just so I can be right. I'm going to say it's Roman Reigns.
3: Yeah, and we have it on recording that Steve called it. Um, Called it. I want to... Jeff, is there Mm -hmm. any possibility? Because I know some theorists out there think that it could happen. Any possibility we get the double turn and Roman Reigns is a monster heel coming out of this and Brock Lesnar stays on as the face chasing the title?
5: There's a chance. I don't think it's the right story to tell. Um... There's only two ways I see Brock winning this match. And this was even before I had heard the news of the contract being resigned. You have him kill Roman here because Vince has decided now's not the time. And then you have a year long story where Roman Reigns is trying to come back for the big win in Dallas. Or you have Brock eke out a win and Rollins cashes in the briefcase to steal the title to then set up Roman becoming the champ down the road. I can't see either of those happening. The whole point of Brock beating The Undertaker is that you create a star out of the guy who beat the streak. You have to go with Roman Reigns, despite every inkling telling you not to. You have to double down on it, and you have to see if it works.
3: Yeah, I I would agree with that for the fact that they've gone this far now keeping the plan they had intact. If
5: you turn Brock face, it doesn't matter if the, then nobody's going to want to see him get beat. You you can't have him, you can't have the double turn here because then it doesn't really, well, I guess Heyman could sell that. Whether you turn Heyman
3: and put him with Reigns or not, you know, Paul Heyman's done this before with Brock Lesnar, where he can turn on yeah. the guy because he's going with the hot hand and he considers Roman the hot hand. Even if you don't do the Paul Heyman turn, Brock Lesnar could easily lose this match in some way. Roman during the celebration turns heel uh, in some way or another. Maybe he just keeps beating Brock Lesnar because, ooh, it feels good to him. I don't know. And, and you have the fans cheering Brock Lesnar.
5: But, but the whole point of beating the guy who beat The Undertaker is you create a giant new baby face. Well, a
3: giant babyface, at least a, bi- a giant star. The Rock started off as a heel and then fans grew into him. I could you could see Roman Reigns be a big time heel right now and eventually become the big time star because you still got John Cena on the shows. It's not like John Cena's leaving tomorrow. They need to find someone to replace John Cena in a year or two, but you don't need to replace him this moment.
5: Well, then you have Lesnar win because there's no point of having him lose here. Then uh-huh. it really isn't. It's tough. You right? I mean, because the beating of the streak is is it. If you beat him as a face. eh what does it matter? Cause he beat undertaker as a heel. You're glad to see him go down.
3: Yeah. Let's, let's go through and get the one name prediction on this one, because I, I, I think it's going to be interesting. I don't want to just make sure we're all on record here. I'm going to go with Roman reigns winning for the sole fact that I think they're going to stick to their plan. Jeff, your prediction was Reigns sticking with the plan, Steve
1: Reigns sticking with the poorly laid plan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, and Matt, are we going four for four here? Yeah,
4: we are reigns.
3: Roman Reigns. So if Brock Lesnar wins, everybody, we'll be incredibly wrong. I'm surprised that everyone is going with my predictions because I've been proven to be incredibly oh, wrong sometimes. It, it,
5: it won't shock me for a moment if they put Brock over here. It, but... It's less
3: shocking now if Brock wins, right, because of this news. Like, even if right. we never knew he resigned, like we just didn't know what was happening, it would be less surprising if he won, correct?
5: Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: That's WrestleMania 31. Any outlining predictions that we want to make on the show? Any special surprises that we see? Any special guests? Do we want um, to predict how long LL Cool J sings for?
5: It would not shock me if Brock won and The Rock came out. And it would not shock me if, uh, like I said a few weeks ago, I, I made the prediction that Reigns would beat Brock and then Seth would unsuccessfully cash in to make Roman the mega star. Wouldn't shock me to see that. Steve, any final thoughts on this show and then uh, feel um,
1: free to get your plugs out there as well. Wouldn't shock me to see the rock come back either. Um, wouldn't shock me to see Rollins cash in and win mm. either at WrestleMania or the night after because a heel chasing or a face chasing a heel champion is way more interesting. And given how rocky everything is with everything is with Roman Reigns to begin with, you might absolutely need that. Yeah. So that's a possibility. And he could chase Seth Rollins. Dean Ambrose could step up. You could eventually build to a three-way match, reuniting the shield in cold blood. If you will,
3: <laughs> you could,
1: I and, it'll give
3: the other guys something to do. It'll give Ambrose at least something to do. And otherwise, yeah. I, Before we do, pl- we'll do plugs at the end here, but Matt, I want to get this. And then I have one more question for everybody too, but Matt, uh, any outlining predictions here at WrestleMania 31?
4: Uh, I think we just, we this was pretty exhaustive. We've covered uh, it. We've covered yeah. the show.
3: If we, uh, we let you know what was going to happen, guys.
4: I think this is going to be an interesting show. I think I just I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. Yeah. There's a lot of matches that could be either really great or really terrible. Uh, I, and I'm going to throw this out there: if Orton wins, uh, he wins via Phoenix Splash into RKO.
3: Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. interesting. And there you go. That would be a WrestleMania yeah. moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the question I had is any big shocks that we're going to see the raw the night after I'm talking like a big return of some kind. I'm talking Finn Balor coming out and beating John Cena for the US title. Like, <laughs> anything that you can foresee on raw the next night that would just be a huge shock. And this could go for anybody because I I don't think we had that the last couple of years we've had you know the Brock Lesnar return and we had you know the NXTers that we expected to show up that were big deals I don't know if even Sasha Banks gets the big reaction that I think uh, Sasha Page comes had. up
5: I think Sasha comes Ooh, up yeah. but um, you not know it, you it would either. it would it would not blow my mind if they saved the Sheamus debut for the night after mm-hmm. um in terms of other guys that are surprises. Who's out there?
3: That's, and that's the thing I have. I don't think there's anyone else out there, right? Like, we'll get some NXTers coming up, maybe. But (laughs) (laughs) if Sid shows up, I, if Sid better go in the Hall of Fame next year. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) He better. He's the one remaining holdout. Like, you got to get this guy before we start inducting the Outsiders as a tag team, before we start inducting Hulk Hogan for the fourth time, put Sid in the Hall of Fame. Dude's a former champion, worked all the promotions. Big time star. Come on now. Um, Thank you guys. Thanks, Steve and Matt, for joining us for this WrestleMania preview. I think it was a fun time overall. I hope you guys had a good time predicting this WrestleMania, uh, and we'll give you a chance to promote everything that you're in, That hopefully you can do it much better than I did. Uh, We'll start with you, Steve. Uh, Go ahead and plug your Twitter and what you're doing these days.
1: All right. I am at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I tweet a lot about everything I do. I do the hashtag wars a lot. I'm one of those annoying people, but I'm also over at AfterBuzz TV, where we do after shows for most shows on television. I personally do the after show for Gotham on Monday nights, Suits when Suits comes back, obviously wrestling pay per views, and tonight I'm actually filling in on Agents of Shield, doing the after mm-hmm. show there. Nice. I love
3: Suits. Suits is my favorite USA show.
1: Mine too. Actually. I love that show.
3: I love it. Uh, Matt Girardi, at Girardi on Twitter, go ahead and tell us what you're doing.
1: Uh,
4: Yeah, I'm the editor of the games section at the AV Club, uh, the Onions AV Club. Um, So you can go over there, and if you're into video games or board games, uh, check out all the stuff we write about. I work with a lot of awesome writers there. Uh, And the AV Club's actually starting to do weekly raw reviews. I'm not handling them, but... We have a really great, funny writer, Miss Latoya Ferguson, who's uh, working on them. And if you want to see more wrestling coverage come out of us, you know, check those out, share them, comment on them, whatever. Uh, Hopefully it'll lead to us being able to cover shows people actually like, like Lucha Underground and NXT. And uh, there might be more New Japan coverage from me coming down the line, so...
5: And Matt, before you go, spell Girardi for everybody just in case they're uh, following off of this.
4: Yeah, G-E-R-A-R-D-I.
5: Special. Excellent. You, how long have you
3: been on Twitter from some of the early days? Because I figure that would be a name that would kind of go pretty quickly.
4: Yeah, I think I got on in 2008, yeah. 2000, something like that. So, yeah, I know. I, I'm really lucky.
3: Yeah, because I can't even I can't get any combination of my name like at all. But I'm just sad. I'm just sad about it. What are you going to do?
1: I got to to beat out that linguist from Canada. Yeah, did you? (laughs) Good job. There's a a Steve Kaufman who's a linguist. Yeah, screw that guy. You were were there first.
3: Um, But yeah, again, thank you guys for uh, joining us, especially – Yeah, I enjoyed the conversation. I hope actually to have both of you guys on in the future. We can talk WrestleMania, and maybe we'll talk about the uh, victory from Brock Lesnar that shocks the world here coming up on uh, this Sunday. So that's our WrestleMania preview. We'll be back Sunday night with our WrestleMania post-show here on Shake Them Ropes. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, We'll be back with uh, our outro here in just a moment. Thanks for listening to Shake Them Ropes episode 72, our WrestleMania 31 preview show. We'll be back Sunday night right after WrestleMania with our reaction podcast. We'll take your tweets, your emails, everything on WrestleMania 31. So be sure to follow us at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter and interact with us during the show. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast at shakethemropes.com/subscribe and follow along to all the weeks events at voicesofwrestling.com. We'll see y'all back Sunday for our WrestleMania 31
0: reaction show on Shake Them Ropes. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app firehouse subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only plus tax prices may vary for delivery.